I'm Shauna Warner, and this is the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast from Natural Awakenings Magazine in Oklahoma, where we talk with practitioners and providers throughout the state of Oklahoma about the holistic life. We look at the interactions of Eastern and Western um, medicines and how to live a holistic life in that mind, body, spirit connection. So today, I'm really thrilled to be joined by Dr. Michelle McElroy. She is um, a, a doctor of osteopathic medicine first. That's where she started. And then she worked in her residency uh, in OBGYN. And then she found bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and was helping her patients with that. And then on her journey in medicine, Dr. McElroy found functional medicine. And we're going to talk about what that is, because I know some people hear that and they go, okay, what, what exactly is that? What does that mean? We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about Dr. McElroy's own journey through the medical system and what she's doing with her patients. She started uh, her functional medicine practice called Aging Gracefully which I love that because we're all aging. We want to do it gracefully. She started that and that's in um, just outside of Tulsa in uh, just to the South of Tulsa in Jinx. And we're going to talk about her practice aging gracefully too. We've got a lot to practice, uh, a lot to talk about. So we're going to jump right in. Dr. Michelle McElroy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Let's literally jump right in. The first question, let's answer because I know I've had this question. I know other people do too. Let's define functional medicine. How would you define functional medicine? Well, for me, functional medicine is all about getting to the root cause of somebody's issues, whatever that is, if it's an autoimmune disease, if it's diabetes, whatever it is, figuring out what is actually causing that to happen and fixing that instead of fixing or not even fixing, treating the symptoms of the disease by giving you medication that you have to take for the rest of your life. So the goal is to actually get you healthier so that whatever this disease process is, is no longer a problem for you and you are not having to take medications for the rest of your life. Wow. Uh, it's kind of like the 360 of traditional it, medicine. Exactly. It, it says, okay, so we're treating symptoms only band-aids medicines medicines to take care of the after effects from the other medicines. oh yeah oh yeah that always blows my mind and but you're going okay whoa it's like putting the brakes on it and going let's look instead at why correct okay so the, so it's very personalized because i mean why oh. somebody one person has diabetes may not be the reason that another person has diabetes you know and you can't treat everybody the same yeah, because nobody is the same. Everybody right. literally different. And not just our genetics, but the way we live our life. And we're going to talk about that too, because I know yeah. that there's a lot of lifestyle issues when you look at functional medicine too. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, then let's back up a little bit. Let's go back to you and how you got started, because I know I've read that, you know, when you were a little girl, you knew you were going to be a doctor. Yes. And that's really cool. You know, I talked to so many providers and they all say that it's like, I, this was something I wanted to do. My mom says when I was six, I was saying I wanted to be a doctor. Oh. And then I remember like around the age of eight, I watched some television show where I saw a baby being born and that was it. I knew I wanted to deliver babies and that was my life's goal after that was to deliver babies. So, um, <laughs> 
The very first rotation I did when I got out of medical school, when I was a student, was OB. And my very first day, I caught a baby, and there was no turning back after that. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I can imagine as an eight-year-old seeing that, I might have done, oh, no. (laughs) I don't want to have one of those. Not going to happen. And you instead ran the other direction and said, yeah. Okay, so so you've probably seen a lot of babies. Oh yeah, um, and and that's a whole different that's a whole different uh, process too because every mama is different and every presentation is probably different, you know, with those babies. Um, but it's a miracle every single time. Uh, that's good to hear from the doctor's perspective, you know, because oh, yeah. I know it is from the mom's perspective. You know, that precious baby is a miracle. But I'm glad to hear a doctor say that. You know, you still feel that way too. Oh yeah. And if a dad cried, I was crying. I was just bawling. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's a lot of beautiful moments then that you oh, got, it is. That it you is. participate in. That's a lot of beauty. Yes. And, and some tragedy too, I know, because I know that there are, you know, there are problems that still happen. Women still uh, die after childbirth and, you know, infants. I mean, there's still infant mortality issues. In, oh, yeah. And miscarriages and oh yeah it's it can be incredibly sad but fortunately there are much more happy moments than yeah. there are sad moments yeah wow okay so you know all those babies you you're you're birthing all these babies and delivering babies <laughs> and dealing with all that so um then you get into uh bioidentical hormones because you're not you're dealing with mainly women, I guess, yes. you know, yes. so you're dealing with them from birth to as women transition into like menopause. And I have heard that there's all sorts of hormonal um, debate about what do you do? Do you replace your hormones? Do you not? Do you, you know, what do you take? So what led you into looking at the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy? And tell me a little bit more about that. So initially I got into it because that's what my patients were asking for. I mean, I came from, I was traditional medicine all the way, baby. You know, I prescribed Premarin, which is horse estrogen and Provera, which is a synthetic nasty progesterone um, to everybody because that's what I was taught to do, right? And the women were coming in and they're like, I want this bioidentical hormone and they were bringing in books. And I'm, if somebody brought in a book, I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> but, um, but, but I started listening to them and I'm like, okay, maybe there is something to this. So I started doing research. I started taking courses. I found where I could be certified in it. So I made sure because hormone replacement therapy is controversial nowadays because yeah. of this, women's health initiative that came out in the early 90s I believe it was that scared the crap out of everybody in hormones and we can talk more about that but um, so I wanted to make sure that what I was doing was evidence-based and it was I could look at the literature and say yes I know that what I am doing is the best for my patients and it's safe Um, because that's not what women were hearing from the press and their doctors and everybody else. So Mm -hmm. I found a program that was all evidence-based about um, bioidentical hormones. So bioidentical means chemically, these are exactly the same as what your body made when it was producing hormones. So 
So that's, I mean, that's basically what it means. So I'm giving you straight estrogen. I'm not giving you horse estrogen, which is what is in Premarin. And I am giving you progesterone, just like what your ovaries made, not something that is synthetic and was man-made. So um, that's what bioidentical means. I mean, that's basically, that's what it means. Okay. So that's really cool to know that when your patients came in and they said, Hey, Dr. McElroy, will you look at this? Uh, you know, here's this issue and here's this bioidentical thing. Will you read this book <laughs> or will you look at this? And, and you didn't say, no, um, no, you know, this is the way we do it. Um, because I think that's, that's important for people to understand that if they have a doctor that tells them, I don't want to hear from you, they need to go away, go find another. Correct. Yes. Yeah, because that's really, really vital because it's really a partnership because as you're, you know, as you're leading us towards, you know, functional medicine that's personalized. Well, in order for it to be personalized, you have to know the person. You have to spend enough time as a doctor with people. So, um, so I know that bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, then you had good success with patients, but then what? What took you from there to functional medicine? So even before I got into bioidentical hormones, I was just noticing that there were people that I just wasn't getting better. Mm. And it would would drive me crazy. Like a woman with endometriosis, and I had already done five surgeries on her and nothing was making her better, you know? And I'm like, this is crazy. There's got to be something better out there. And then the other thing that I noticed, when you work in an insurance model, as most people know, Mm -hmm. you're allowed one issue when you come into the doctor's office. I mean, that's it. That's what insurance is going to cover. And these people were coming in with this list and I'm going, pick one. That's what, that's, that's what your insurance is telling me, pick one. But really, if you listen to them, they were telling you what was wrong with them. I just wasn't trained that way. So I'm like, there's something better out there. These people are telling me what's wrong with them and I am not getting it. And so, um, so bioidentical hormones were awesome. I mean, I got tremendous results from them, but hormones don't fix everybody. I mean, hormones, me giving you estrogen and progesterone isn't going to fix your diabetes or make your blood pressure better, you know? So I knew there was other things out there. And actually I was interviewing for a job, um, for a GYN position. And the woman that I was interviewing with was going into functional medicine and we were talking and she's like, Michelle, you need to go into functional medicine. Like, come with you. <laughs> exactly. She's like, this is so what you are looking for. Yeah. And so um, Anna Quebeco was her name. And I, I am so grateful to her to this day. And so she's like, the Institute for Functional Medicine, you need to go and take one of their courses. And as soon as I did, it was like, oh my God, these are my people. This is what I went into medicine to do. I know it's a cliche of people say, I went into medicine to help people. But I truly went into medicine to help people. I did not want to give people medication for the rest of their lives. And so I'm like, oh, my God, there is something out there. I wish I had found it 10 years earlier. But, yeah, so um, wow. I, turn it back. It was, it's awesome. It is so awesome. I mean, I feel like I am truly helping people. I mean, I am changing these people's lives for the better or helping them. I'm not doing it. I'm just guiding them on their path yeah. to doing it. Yeah. So, um, and that's it's amazing it's i am so happy to go into work when i every day when i do that and happy to see my patients and it's um yeah it's very fulfilling 
Uh, <laughs> I, wow. You know, that that's cool because it's like I have so many questions. Everything you said just led me into so many questions. Okay, so I'm going to start with this one then. Um, it's really interesting that as you're talking about the insurance process that, you know, patients come in and even if we're looking at this one issue, nobody has just one issue. Correct. You know, because it, I think that's kind of the thing that Mark and I have learned through natural awakenings and through, you know, living holistically as much as we can throughout the last decade that everything is connected. It's like, and one issue may present in more than one way. Correct. And, and, and one of the problems with medicine is that we have all these specialties. So you have this problem, you go to this specialist, you have another problem, you go to this specialist, but they're the same problem and nobody is putting that together because everybody is in their little niche. Yeah, yeah their little narrow focus. Like, and it's look like, at the whole person, not just their thyroid or their breast or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, you got to look at everything. Yeah, which I guess they're, they're for, the, this is the holistic ideal. It's the, right. even though I know it's not W-H-O-L, this is the holistic <laughs> ideal. It is, let's look at the whole thing, mind, body, spirit, you know, because we all know that our attitudes make a difference too. Oh, yes. outcomes, they make a big difference. But then you're going, okay, let's look at um, more than just this one issue. Let's mm -hmm. still just look at your thyroid or your ovaries. Let's let's look at your whole body. Okay, yeah. so I have heard that I have heard holistic uh, um, functional medicine sometimes described as lifestyle medicine. Correct. Yep. Some people so, say that instead. Yeah. So let's talk a little a little bit about um, about lifestyle medicine or about what you you know. Um, what people can do with their lifestyle to make, you know, their, their lives better. Okay. So, I mean, most of the chronic diseases, whether that's diabetes, high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, Alzheimer's disease, whatever came from years of making, I'm just going to uh, crappy choices. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we have crappy food in our grocery stores, easy, convenient food, um, fast food, if that is all that you are putting in your body, you're going to end up with some kind of chronic disease. If you sit on the couch and binge watch television for hours at a time, you are going to end up with some kind of chronic disease. You know, if you are using products that have all kinds of toxins in them, putting them all over your body, like the typical woman puts like 250 toxins on her body every <laughs> single morning. Yeah, that's um, crazy and your cleaning products and all of that, it all adds up and your body can only handle so much crap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you need to do something good for your body. And so my, I just pick everything apart and go, what are you comfortable? I mean, cause I can only meet somebody where they are. Right. I mean, if somebody isn't going to change their diet, nothing that I'm going to say is going to change their diet, but maybe I can get them to change their deodorant or their moisturizer or get them to walk around the block once a day, you know, something. And then once they start feeling better then maybe we can start talking about changing your diet or whatever else is, you know, affecting things. So. Wow. Okay. So, you know, it's almost like a toxic bombardment. There's oh, yeah. so much stuff coming at us. 
Um, and, and I love what you're talking about with even all the makeup and the moisturizers and the hairspray and the stuff that we put on our body, not just the stuff we put in our body. Yes. All these toxins that come in and most people don't stop and think, oh my gosh, what is, what am I washing my clothes in? What about this deodorant that I'm putting on? Mm -hmm. This plastic bottle I'm drinking out of, what is that doing to me? Yes, this plastic. And oh boy, I tell you what, um, you know, reading about plastics in the ocean and microplastics that get into our water, that's enough to make you go, okay, um, I can change this. You know, oh, this yeah. is a very, very basic necessity, clean water. <laughs> you know, yes. Not this plastic, the plastic bits in our water. Yeah, I talk to a lot of patients about that, especially patients that have Hashimoto's disease. Clean water is really, really important. Really vital. Um, so, <laughs> okay, so, you know, that's, it sounds like it can get pretty complex um, looking at, okay, food and all this. I love how you kind of come back and go, okay, let's simpl simplify. What's one, you know, thing? It's like, if you can get somebody to just, get up and walk 10 minutes a day just mm -hmm. start making one simple change yep it can you know it can be overwhelming for somebody to think oh i have to change everything in my life it's like no let's change one thing yep right let's start one one time and uh, next time we're going to change something else yep <laughs> yeah they don't know <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start with just one but we're really going to change more <laughs> Um, so I know then that as let's talk a little bit about aging gracefully, okay. which is your company um, and your practice, your functional medicine practice there in Jinx. So I know that um, we'll just let's just talk about it. So okay. what do you typically I mean, do most clients, most patients come to you for hormonal stuff or what do you see more at aging gracefully? It's probably 50-50, um, hormone replacement therapy, and then people that are sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm. and they're not finding what they need in the traditional medicine system. So, um, and unfortunately, that's usually when they try to find me is when they're really, really sick. What I would love to see is people coming to me before they're sick and going, how do I make sure that I never, ever get sick? It is so much easier to prevent it than to fix it. But oh, then, yeah, I, gotta, I meet people where they are. Right. So yeah. um, so like I said, 50 50, I definitely see more women than men, but I'm seeing all I don't I don't see kids, but any age from 20 to 80, I'm seeing in my practice right now. Um, and um, yeah, it's fun. Mm. You know, that's really interesting about it. It is easier to uh, prevent it than it is to correct it. Yes. Right? Much easier. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, I remember my mother telling me that, that as you, as you get older, as a woman, it's harder to lose weight because I think probably because you're stuck in your patterns and all this stuff. But I, I, you know, that whole idea of let's prevent it before it happens, that's, that's not a Western medicine ideal, you know, <laughs> that's all the way back to where we started, where you were saying, you know, this was the, the, the thing was, let's give you all this medicine um, and not deal with the symptom, you know, not deal with the cause, the root right. cause. Right. So it's all, I mean, that's all about going back to root causes. Um, 
let's let's do talk a little bit then about um, women's issues as we as as we age. Since yes. you know, aging gracefully is talking about me. <laughs> This is, you know, um, let's talk about weight and and the difficulties because it's that that is um, one of those issues when we've got that toxic overload, mm-hmm. um, you know, weight issues happen. Yes. So let's talk about some because as we're coming up on the new year, this is one of the focuses that people, you know, will be talking about. How do we start losing weight um, when we do have a toxic overload and so many things were being bombarded, what are some really good suggestions to help people like me? So for one thing, you got to get rid of the toxins. So you got to start reading labels and you don't want fragrance or phthalates or, or laurel sulfates or PEG is one of the things that's on there, aluminum, those types of things. So there are safe products out there. You can go to the Environmental Working Group's website and they can tell you lists of things that are good for you and not so good for you. Um, So you need to eliminate the toxins. You need to poop every single day. Okay. Okay. There are a lot of people out there that aren't doing that. That is one of the major ways that we eliminate toxins is through our poop. So you need to poop every day. Stool softeners? If, uh, I'm not into stool softeners. I'd much rather you did it naturally. So fiber, fibers, um, whether you get it from fruits and vegetables or you take like psyllium powder or you can take magnesium citrate in capsules. That's natural too, but I'd rather you do it prunes. Awesome way to go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, but bowel movement every day and sweat. Sweat is the other major way that we get rid of toxins. So you need to do something so that you sweat on a regular basis. Okay, poop and sweat. Here we go. Poop and sweat <laughs> and drink lots of water. Yes, because you're, you're going to poop it out, pee it out, or sweat it out. Wow. Okay, so Dr. McElroy, we're talking about poop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is interesting, you know, because it totally makes sense, though, that if we're flushing toxins out of our body... That's the number one way we flush toxins out. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, and the more water we're drinking that we're going to sweat, and then the more fiber we have, natural fiber. Correct. The more we're going to eliminate the the bad. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So this is interesting. I've learned something today. One of the things about functional medicine is to poop more and sweat more and get more the bad stuff out. Correct. Okay, get bad out and then get good in. Correct. So then we have to turn around and go, okay, so what do we do about getting the good in? So, so you, well, you got to eliminate the bad. So then what's left is hopefully good. So um, organic, if you can afford it. Um, if you can't, then um, the environmental working group has something called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Uh-huh. So the dirty dozen, those are the things that if you are going to buy them, you absolutely positively should buy them organic because they have so many toxins on them. I can tell you strawberries is on that list and apples is on that list because those are two of the big and peppers. So those are some of the biggest things that I buy organic. And then the clean 15 are ones that it, it doesn't matter so much. Um, and so try to buy like grass fed beef stuff that doesn't have any antibiotics in it, Um, pasture-raised chickens, pasture-raised pork. Technically, they are not allowed to put steroids into pork, so Mm -hmm. you're pretty good that way. But if you can get – so we are not just what you eat. You are what your food eats. So you don't want pigs that have been fed – 
crap or cows that are being fed GMO corn that has Roundup sprayed on it. So oh. I know. So when you start thinking of that, then it's kind of mind blowing. <laughs> oh, that 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 is interesting. I. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard. You're not just what you eat. You're what your food eats. Okay. That's, okay. That's wild. Okay. That's very interesting. And then I have heard about the the dirty dozen before, and I I was really surprised to find out about strawberries. Yes, but they're one of the most heavily sprayed crops. Yeah, I, I had no idea. And you know, and they're pretty porous anyway. You know, strawberries and mushrooms are too. So I'm going to go back and recheck that out to the dirty dozen with the environmental working group. Um, and I will try to make sure and get a link for people that they can go uh, check that out too. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try to make sure and have one of those links at the end of the uh, of the broadcast. We'll we'll put that on there because that is important to think about the quality of your food. Correct. And then you know we need to talk about quantity too because I was reading something the other day. I was in. I don't even remember where, but it was talking about the amount of food that we're so accustomed to eating so much. Correct. And, and this is the land of plenty. Yes. So a portion of meat is like the size of the palm of your hand or a deck of cards. Okay. I mean, that's what a portion of meat should look like. It should not fill your plate, you know? <laughs> and so then the rest of your plate should be filled with fruits and vegetables. Okay. I had a girlfriend who told me that um, the way she had lost weight as she was aging was she thought of everything in a bowl. She said she had one uh, bowl full of food. And she said, even if it was on a plate, she was still thinking of a, of a bowl, a bowl of soup. She said, a bowl of soup filled me up, a bowl of cereal, a bowl of oatmeal, whatever it was that she was eating, so that she always thought of just one bowl. Um, and that was her the way that mentally she was able to kind of go, okay, what is my portion? What am I eating? You know, so that everything had to fit here, a little bit of meat, her veg, you know, her starch, whatever. It was just one bowl. Yeah. And and it's like that was really successful for her to, to look at portion control because that is one of the big things, um, you know, that I think so many of us were taught you know, as kids, uh, finish your plate because someone's starving in Africa. Yes. Didn't everybody hear that? Everybody yes. heard just heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's what my parents told me. <laughs> yeah, so we're taught to overeat. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a hard habit to break. It is. Um, it is. So, <laughs> you know, I know this, you know, from my own personal experience. It's like it's a hard habit to break. So, um so look at portion control, look at the quality, and then let's talk a little bit about exercise because with functional medicine, we are talking about lifestyle. So um, what do you do if somebody says, oh, I hate to walk, I don't wanna walk? Then I ask them, what do you like to do? I mean, do you, do you like to dance? I mean, it doesn't have to be walking. If you like to dance, then you turn on the music and you move around for 15, 20, 30 minutes. I don't care. Oh. You know, if, if you like boxing, then you do boxing. I mean, there's got to be something that you are willing to do yeah. or able to do. I mean... Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I mean, even if you're, if you're in a wheelchair, then you can still use your arms, you know, to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are things that you can do if you have bad knees, maybe you can bike or go in a pool and work out in a pool, something where you're not putting a lot of weight on your knees, but there's, there's always something that you can do. Uh, I love that attitude. There's always something you can do. Yes. Always. And yeah. do that and do what you love. And if you, because you know what, I'll tell you the truth. 
I don't like taking a walk. I don't, I don't, but you know what I have? I have one of those gazelles. Have you ever seen a gazelle? Yes. I love that thing. And that's what you do. Exactly. That's what I do. It's like, that has been my walking because, you know, my dog just walk more. It's like, ah, so I get on my gazelle. So just remember the best exercise for you is the exercise that you will do. That makes sense. It's like, if you're not going to do that one and you go, no, the best one is the one that you will actually yeah. do. I love aerobics. I mean, not aerobics. I love yoga, but that not everybody's going to get out there and do yoga, you know? So <laughs> that's not the best for everybody. I mean, if you yeah. want to lift weights, lift weights, if you, whatever, whatever you will do is what you should do. So let's talk about, let's, let's just uh, say if we've got somebody listening or that's going to watch this on YouTube, if they, they are going, okay, the new year's coming up. I want to start. Well, don't start with a marathon. Let's, where do we start? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That'll just depress you and make you sad. And if you fail, it's like, don't do that. Where do we start? Where does somebody start? Um, I mean, you want to do something to you don't want to do it till you're sore if you're going to start something out. Okay. So whatever you can do to an intensity that doesn't wear you out or makes you sore. Okay. So if it's only 10 minutes of something, that's what you do. And then you just keep working yourself up. I mean, ideally we would do 30 to 45 minutes of exercise three to five times a week. Okay. I love the whole thing about 10 minutes with the radio. Yes. If you love to dance, well, put your boots on <laughs> and turn the radio up and dance around your house because nobody's yes. watching. Yes. And maybe even do it a couple times a day. Maybe you only have 10 minutes here, but then you find another 10 minutes six hours later. Do it again. Okay. I love that. That's really easy. And, you know, that, that's, that's really easy. Everybody yeah. can do that. Everybody can put in 10 minutes with the radio in the morning and at night, and you're going to feel better and you're, it's going to be fun and you're going to sing along and just enjoy it. I yes. love that. Okay. Well, you know, when, <laughs> when we do the podcast, one of the things I always finish up with when I'm talking to somebody is literally that it's like, what are, what's some of the easiest stuff that you can do to change your life? And you've given us so many ideas from, okay, the dirty dozen, check your food, you know, check what you're doing, check your portions, just move more, just simply move more. Correct. All of those are so important. So I want to make sure that people know how they can get in in touch with you because I know that you offer a free, uh, I don't remember what you, is it a a consultation call? Yeah. Discovery call is what I call it, but yes, it's the idea. So, so tell tell our, our reader tell our listeners tell the viewers how can they how can they get in touch with you aginggracefully.co is your website correct yes all one word aginggracefully.co and then up at the top there uh, top right there's a schedule now or book now i don't know how it's put but you just hit that button and you can schedule a visit with me and i'll be upfront with y'all i do not take insurance so that's one of the things that we talk about. What does it look like to, to work with me? Are we going to be compatible? Um, and what is it that you want out of working with me? Because maybe it's something that I can't help you with. I mean, you need to know that ahead of time. We both need to know that ahead of time. Yeah. Um, and so um, so it, it's just a, it's free. We just talk. That's all we do. Yeah. Learn a little bit about each other. Yeah, I like that. And and knowing that when you step outside of that insurance paradigm, you know, that 
that that's a different sort of place too, because if insurance doesn't pay for something, someone has to know, you know, what, what does that look like? You know, when yes, I'm, you know, but I get to spend an hour with every one of my patients. Yeah. Okay. And that's fabulous. Not 10 minutes in and out. Correct. One, only one issue. It's like, bring them all to Dr. Michelle McElroy. Bring them. Now we're going to look at them one by one and figure them out and see how they connect. Yes. <laughs> I love, I love it. it. <laughs> you know, um, I want everybody to know that Dr. Uh, McElroy is in the Natural Awakenings magazine and there's information, all of her information is in the magazine too, uh, where you can find her. I was trying to find, I've got the December magazine. December magazine is out. Isn't that adorable? Yes. And Dr. McElroy, sugar-free treats. <laughs> I saw that. That's what it's, there's a, there's a lavender cookie in here. A uh, honey lavender cookie. I can't wait to to make because I've been awesome. redoing our holiday treats. It's like let's get rid of the sugar. Yes, you know, let's get rid of the sugar. So anyway, you can find Dr. McElroy every month in Natural Awakenings magazine. You can reach out to her and uh, schedule one of those free discovery calls uh, to see if you're compatible and to talk about your issues. So take advantage of that. That's you now this. Dr. McElroy had this passion from the time she was a little girl, from six years old. She knew she wanted to do what she's doing now. And that journey that got you to where you are now, I'm so glad that you got to share that with us. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Well, we are so glad. And we, we want our uh, listeners and readers um, and those watching that will be watching on YouTube, we want you to know we had a little bit of a glitch um, you know, in the middle of the podcast. So um, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't hear it, but you might see it on the video. So there was one little little glitch, but I think um, we got all the information out there that Dr. McElroy needed to share. So thank you again. Thank you so much for spending some time. Hey, I'm Shauna Warner, and uh, this is the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast from Natural Awakenings Magazine in Tulsa. You can check us out online, naoklahoma.com, our entire magazine is for free. So all of the information is brought to you by wonderful people like Dr. McElroy. Um, so check it out. You can go on our website and search for any um, anything. Up in the top, we've got a search bar too. Search for sugar-free recipes, you'll find them. Search for functional medicine, you'll find Dr. McElroy. So go check it out. Thank you so much, Dr. McElroy. I hope you have a good afternoon. You too, bye-bye. Join us again for the podcast from Natural Awakenings Magazine.